Good evening, remember Abayisai. Continuing along here in this very powerful and empowering concept of the Chavis Avavis, that a person was imbued with a certain amount of natural and physical energy, abilities, intellectual abilities to do Avaitis Hashem, be it in learning Torah, be it in his connection to Akash Baruch Hu and Tefillah, be it in helping out other people, being in a building for Akash Baruch Hu. There's a certain amount which is just naturally. And if a person fulfills all of that, and then he wants to go further, well, then Chavisavava says, if he thinks about it and he desires it for the right reasons, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give him, will open up the gates of wisdom, and he'll give him the strength to do it. He'll give him the wherewithal, he'll give him the physical ability to do it. To give an example, what are we talking about? A person who uses his utmost and then he wants more. We know the great Tsar HaTayra, the prince of Tayra in our generation, of Chaim Knievsky Shlita, Shem Shabiyarach Yomav Ushnoisov. He has a, a Seder of Limud where he goes through a whole year, all of Tanakh, all of Shas, Bavli, Yerushalmi, Medrashim, Shulchanorach, Mishtabrura. Every year. He goes through every year. He's been doing this probably for the last 60, 70 years. Now, we have, such as this year, we have a leap year. Now, when you have a very rigid schedule, what he calls his chavis, these are my obligations. I need to do my obligations every day, hours he spends just on those obligations, besides his other learning. But when you have a leap year, so wow, you have a whole extra month. So, if I ask you, what would you do? What? Oh, you would go to Florida for the month. Ah, so what Rabchaim used to do? I mean, now he's he's not as he's not a youngster anymore. But what he used to do every leap year, when it would come out every seven out of nineteen years, is we have an extra adder. What he would do is he would dedicate that month to write a safer. He would write a safer on an on an obscure topic and a topic that not everybody has addressed and touched. But with his encyclopedic mind, he wrote. The famous mice he wrote once on Mesectus Chagovim, all the laws of grasshoppers. And he was troubled by a certain halacha. What exactly does this grasshopper look like? He wasn't sure about it. And he's sitting there, the window is open, and lo and behold, a grasshopper jumped onto the windowsill and came onto the Gemara that he was learning. He looked at it. Ah, that's the pshat. And there was eyewitnesses to this, to this, uh, to this story. There was actually... Sometime after it became very famous, that story, there was a Yid who didn't believe it. He said, come on, you think these things happen? It was a made-up story they wanted to say. Within a week, this person's house was infested with locusts, with grasshoppers. Until he went and begged Mechila, asked forgiveness for Abraham Ganyevsky, he was Mechilim, and it went away. Also a true story. So, Reb Chaim is someone, yes, he uses all of his time, allotted to him, all of his energy, maxed out. He has an extra month, he'll do more. And that's what Chavis Avav is saying over here. That is what's possible to do. He's going he's gonna to talk about it here, but there's really, there's, uh, there's so much to, to say on this topic. Just, you know, one thing that comes to mind, you know, is... 
We're starting now Sefer Shemais. And the Ramban already tells us that Sefer Shemais, you have to take the the whole long view of it. We're starting now Sefer Shemais, going into Mitzrayim, and you think, well, Shemais, Vaira already by the, Vaira and by the Makas are happening, they're being smitten with plagues, and then Bishalak, they're out, well, we're free, we're, we're Nigalu, we have been redeemed. And he says, no, 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 no. You gotta wait till the end. We're not considered redeemed until the end. Parshas Pikude. When we're finally able to build a Mishkan and have Hashem Shechina reside in it, then when we connect to that Mishkan where Hashem's presence is, says the Ramban, then we have gone back to the level of our forefathers. That's what we're trying to do always. We think we know nowadays in the secular world we live in a progressive society. We think the secular world thinks we're much greater than our predecessors. We're much greater than the primitive ancestors. We believe the opposite. First of all, they were much more industrious, but certainly they were greater in their capacity and closeness to Hashem. So we have we strive to finally earn the Mishkan that we can go back to the Ovas and the Imois. They lived in their own tents, in their own personal homes, as if it was a Beis Hamikdash. That's the Ramban says. But the Ramban at the end of the Torah, Parshat Vayakal asks, he says, I don't understand. How is it possible that Jews who were enslaved for 210 years, they were working with bricks and mortar and building and cement, all of a sudden they're put up to this task to make tapestries, to weave with with thin shreds of gold and silver and purple wool. How were they able to do that? Who taught them to, how to do this? And the Ramban says, that's why the Torah says there's the Chacham Leiv and the Nediv Leiv. The Nediv Leiv is those who generously gave donations to the Mishkan. But the Chacham Leiv were those who says, I really want, I want to be able to help build the Mishkan for Hashem but I don't know how to do it. Let me put my mind to it. And somehow, says the Ramban, they got the strength to do it. They got the wisdom to do it. How? It was imbued by HaKadosh Baruch with them. And there's a beautiful Chofetz Chaim in one of his many Svarim, the Teres Habayis, this is in Perik, Mazayin, where he says, you know, it's such an interesting phenomenon. He says, if you go back in, in history, the earlier generations... The, the the amount of Torah that they knew is, is just astonishing. The amount of Torah. says, so why is it that we don't know uh, just a, a minuscule amount proportionally to what they knew? What is it? What, HaKadosh Baruch can't grant it to us? What's the pshat? So the Chofetz Chaim says, the tshuva l'dava, the answer is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives chachma to people in accordance with how much they prepare themselves. As the Pasuk says, Hamal Hashem I am Hashem, Hamal who has taken you out of Mitzrayim, I've lifted you up from Mitzrayim, Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. And the Gemara tells us, the Gemara it's in the Brokist, Afnon Aleph, Picha, you're allowed to ask whatever you want. The Gemara says, that's not true, you're supposed to ask only a little bit, that's more respectful. Sumer says it depends what you're asking for. If you're asking for Torah, then you can ask as much as you as you want. But you have to open your mouth because you want it. And Hashem says, open your mouth wide and I'll fill it. 
So he says, in the earlier generations, they indeed opened their mouths wide. And they said, we want more Torah Hashem. And they worked hard at it. And they were diligent. They put in the hours. They put in the effort. Shem says, then I'll give it to you. I'll grant it to you. And they became, their minds were filled. Like the Chavis Ababa says, Yiftach lo yishari yidiyos who just opened up the gates of wisdom for them. But nowadays, is that what people want? We want an easy, quick fix. Like they used to say, the yeshiva, they used to say, nowadays, a person wants to say, I want to learn shas, but I want to learn it in one night, and I also want to sleep that night. That's how we want it. So Hashem says, oh really, that's how you want it? You know what, I'll give you all of shas, just right here, compact. Here, you have it all on a computer. You want shas here? Just do a search, you'll get shas like that. But it's not going to be here with automatic recall. That's not going to be. That's if you put in the effort, you put in the time, you put in the diligence. So the Chofetz Chaim writes over here in a footnote. He says, this is what we find by the Mishkan. And he quotes the same Pasuk that he says, Vayikra Moshe Hashem called the Betzalel Aliyov Velkol Ish Chacham Leiv All of those wise-hearted people Ashenos and Hashem Chochma Belibay that Hashem instilled wisdom in their heart. Anyone whose heart lifted him up. And he says it's really one statement. It's not two different groups over here. We mentioned before the Nediv Leiv, those who gave an Adava, those who gave donations. But this is the Chacham Leiv, who in the Soi Libay, their hearts lifted them up, that they really wanted to do. They said, we really want to be able to do this. But we have no idea, we have no experience from our years as slaves in Mitzrayim. (coughs) As Hashem says, I see you really want to do it. I will give you the capability to do it. And all of a sudden they were imbued with the wisdom, the seichel, and the knowledge to be able to build a magnificent mishkan. He says, this is the way it is. If a person is yaskim b'dayde l'shtadli as baki be'ezes say the gemara, a person puts his mind to it that he's going to be an expert in a certain area of Torah. But you're a little boy; you have to learn the larzer and review it come upon him. Or he wants to get to a certain halacha and he toils over it. The vaday akadosh baruch hu yitan loy b'das b'levavai Hashem will give him the wisdom and help him to bring it out to fruition. This is the way it works. And he says it's not only by Torah, he says it's by all Avedas Hashem, that's the way it is. A person really wants to help out, he really wants to do, he really wants to build for Hashem's sake. Hashem says, I will give him whatever it takes. It's very easy for Hashem. Hashem is limitless. Hashem could do whatever, whatever uh, is necessary. But we have to really want it. And this is the idea here that Chavis is saying. There are natural abilities that Hashem gives. That's this Pasuk that we just ended last night. Ani Hashem Aleikecha. I am Hashem Alamedcha. I teach you. I guide you in the way. That's just from the sheer natural abilities. If we want more than that, we want to be able to excel. Madrega, Acha Madrega, one step after the next. We have to want it, and we have to put in the effort to show Hashem that we really want it. And then Hashem says, I'll give it to you. So this is a an interesting concept that we find. This is something to keep in mind when we're going through these parshias of Shemais in the enslavement, and then finally we'll have the Geula. But to appreciate the contrast where they were 
coming from and where they ended up and how were they able to to uh, to be able to be people who could work with delicate materials and build a mission this edifice it's only as the Torah says only because they really wanted it and that goes by the mishkan it goes by person wants to build whether it's building his own home that it should be as a as a mishkan ma'at the mikdash ma'at or he wants to help out on a communal level whatever he really wants to do and he sets his mind Hashem says I will give him that ability to do it this is a a lesson just we'll hold it over here because as we continue, he gives us an interesting, an interesting example from a Greek mathematician. So that'll be a separate topic. We'll hold it here tonight. Agutenacht.